It's that time of year, isn't it, Danielle? Fleece leggings, sweatshirts, snows one day, sun's out the next. My nose is running. Nose is running. We've been working, working, working. Is it going to happen? Are we going to like make it through the year? Are we going to have growth in our business? I was planning to just give up from here. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, whoops. It's business coach power our time. Um, so Danielle and I were talking just a little while ago. Let me close this door here. And, um, you know, we, a lot of us just got back from Mexico. And so we have de- definitely a lot of outlooks happening right now because some of us who just got back were all like super high from Mexico. Um, and we have that advantage and that perspective that we're coming from. Um, some people, have didn't qualify super disappointed some people are like you know what danielle said like just give up right now just throw in the towel the holidays are just around the corner we'll start back up again next year what do you say to those people i was typing back to cassie all the hope cassie well, I mean, that is an option. People can stop growing their businesses and then start to get the momentum train rolling up in the new year. But mm-hmm. the problem with momentum is it's like one of those massive boulders in Indiana Jones. Like once <laughs> you get that thing rolling, watch out. Um, if you need to get that thing rolling, it's in the leverage effort. And so, um, I don't know. I want, I want Pella to say it again. This mm-hmm. line about how she plants on her farm and her season. Oh, let's let her work. say it. Let's let her say it. Did you get my text, Pella? <laughs> I did. Did you get mine back? No. Oh. <laughs> did it say, he'll know I'm not talking on today's power hour? <laughs> it said, instantly gets nervous because I have to talk about farming. Is this how Jesse felt on stage? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so. Just as we start, I just want to introduce myself. I'm Jennifer Morris. Um, If you're on this call, um, just so that you know, I mean, I I think you guys know who I am, but it's possible you don't because there's a lot of amazing Fibbles and IPDs in this organization, but um, you guys are all related to me somehow. Um, We have Danielle Siseski, amazing integrated presidential director, and we're asking Tracy Pella to share Uh, you're like why are we introducing because this is actually recorded in podcast form and i haven't had the guts yet to like put it out there but maybe one day i will so we just pulled tracy pella amazing global director um put her on the spot because she shared some stuff that blew us away and it was kind of about that so danielle what was so moving about it before tracy shares it Well, she said that every spring, correct me if this is wrong, you put a million dollars in the ground in seeds. Yeah. Is that right? Seeds and other like chemicals, other other things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All of the things that go into it on this fertilizer, on this family farm that they, you guys have labor. It's been in your family for a very long time. Yes. And it was just something about that, like, wow, can you guys imagine up front, fronting that bill of pouring in a million dollars and then hoping that it, I think you said rain and sun and you need all of those conditions. And that is very strongly where I know because I've been through multiple of these planting seasons. So ours is reversed, Pella and farmers plant in the spring and harvest in the fall. And we do the opposite, right? And this is our planting season. And so with fervor, I mean, I've been into this five and a half years, but with fervor today, I am like every friend, every friend is just like another seed. Every person I can add from this group, every 
A to Z comment that I can do. This is my million dollars. It's the number of people I'm connecting with between now and January or December 26th or day after Thanksgiving. Well, and I think too, Danny, like the difference is, or this the very similarity is we can only control what we can control. That's the same thing with the million dollars. Like I can't control if it rains. Many area farmers got hailed out this year, literally lost everything. Like I can't control that. All I can control is the work I do and the decisions I make in the work I put in. And that's exactly what we do in coaching. It's so similar in the fact of like, I can't, the HA I had this morning, if they sign up, like I can't control that, but I can control that I've loved on her for years now. And she got on the phone with me this morning. So. Mm -hmm. I have a question for you. So if someone told you, um, we are predicting an inordinate amount of hail this season, like all through the spring and summer, like when your when your crops are growing and when they're the most fragile, would that stop you from doing like, oh, well, may as well not water the farm this year? No, because predictions are just predictions. I mean, you all know a weatherman, right? <laughs> so, I mean, literally one half of our farm might get hailed out, but the other half might, or a fourth of a mile away might get hail, but this field doesn't get any hail. Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, and so, I mean, predictions oftentimes are just predictions. And so we still will do the tried and true method. Mm -hmm. That's, we don't change a bunch of stuff. We know what's, what's helped. So just, and you guys don't just sleep in because someone tells you that, right? No, you no. Just, you don't just say, we're just going to let the scarecrows do their job and we're not going to do ours. We're just going to stop tending the fields and yeah. doing all the things that we need to do. No. So it's kind of like this job, you guys. So thanks for sharing that. Tracy, while you're on, would you mind go ahead, going ahead and sharing your the IDS with all of us? Because we are going to talk about different things today. Yep. So just a reminder, Optavia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Your success will depend on how well you exercise these qualities. Please see the Optavia income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches. 0.24%. Many people on this call are in the 0.24%. I'm happy to be one of them. So, all righty. So, um, Danielle, let's get this business coach power hour going. Um, Whenever I talked to the Fibbles this morning about what topic and what we should cover today, um, Christy Lopez and Danielle Dame named this. I don't know if this is sacrilege or not, but no, it's not. It's not in the Bible. But what did you guys name it? WWWJMOD. What yeah. would JMO do? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. In a couple different scenarios. <laughs> between now and Thanksgiving. So what would JMO do between now and Thanksgiving? So I hope to think that what, that what I would do is probably what a lot of you guys would do. So I'm gonna share, Jan Danielle and I are gonna share it together. Um, what, would, what we are gonna be doing to grow our businesses as much as possible before Thanksgiving. And we thought about that, um, the first question we always ask is what does our business need? And everybody's business needs different things, but I think it's safe to say that we all need and want to bring on new frontline clients. So a couple of strategies for those for that. And you guys can either write this down or you can do it, start doing it. And we can do little segments because I know you guys actually like to work during this. I've gotten a lot of feedback about that, not just be taught. So working power hour. So bringing on frontline clients, uh, there's two really big business building activities and um, they both, I'll give you a hint, they both start with follow-up. <laughs> 
So follow up with- Can I interrupt real quick? Yes. And say, uh, if you are thinking, oh, I've got so many coaches in Momentum, this is great. Um, my FQV is pretty high. It's fine. I don't really need new clients. Let me just say, don't fool thyself. Your business needs new clients like Tracy Pella's farm needs rain. Mm-hmm. And I have made the mistake of running with coaches, being too, feeling too busy with training new coaches and letting my own FQV um, just not have new nothing new to harvest because then you don't get new coaches to work with. So don't fool yourself. You need mm-hmm. new clients. Always. We always do. Okay. So I'm going to put them on an activity and you may feel more that more, more than welcome to continue the thought process behind what you're thinking, but bold follow-up with old clients and bold follow-up with previous health assessments who were not yet. Okay. So an idea, um, what I do um, is I go to the client support, wait, is that what it's called? Yeah, the client support tab. And then I go client report and I print it all off. And guess what? Tom and I did that like the week before Mexico and we realized, whoa, we had roll up clients that we didn't know about. So, there will be roll-ups in there. If you are on this call, there's a good chance. How many of you guys have been coaching less than one year? Less than one year. Put a one in the chat. Okay, pretty much nobody. So that means you probably have roll-up clients. Um, So, or will soon. I go to client support, client report, and I look at all the frontline clients in my frontline old ones who have not ordered in years um you know the ones who rolled up that i never made contact with okay we have two people so far okay and this is going to show you all of your frontline clients who belong to you now whether you coach them personally or not um yeah super stale crusty old clients that rolled up to you from coaches who no longer coach right So how would you follow up with those people? Hello. Oh, you want me to? Okay. Hello. Um, It came to my heart that you are one of the stale, crusty, old clients in my organization. And just, I wanted to take extreme ownership and introduce myself to you and my ability to refresh and renew you in your health. Just copy that script to all of them. Perfect. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, if I knew them because they were my client, I'm going to reach out in relationship first. So if you haven't been following up in relationship during this season, start there first, comment on their Facebook, send a message about how life is going. Don't have just been a stranger for the last two years and then come out of the blue saying, Hey, any health goals to wrap up 2022. So start with the relationship. And then if they are new to me because they've rolled up and I've never met them, then I'm trying to figure out how do I know them? And um, I could send a text message, find their phone number and connect, right? Cause they might not even be in my Facebook. I could send a text message. I could give them a call, but I find that uh, if they're a stranger to me, I get more response by sending a text message to a new roll-up mm-hmm. client that was on program maybe three years ago with a different coach. Hey, so-and-so, um, I am a health coach with Optavia and your previous coach has decided to pursue some other interests. And I just wanted to reach out and offer my support. I know it's been two years since you've last ordered, but if you ever need someone to talk to about your health goals, I'm here. My name's Danielle. Um, I have four kids. Oh, and I don't say I'm a health coach. I say, I'm your health coach. I am your health coach. Mm. Mm. I'd love to chat with you about your health goals. Yeah. Because you are there, you're, you're their person. Um, and a lot of times if you have clients, like, I mean, we've been doing this for not quite, we're about two weeks away from our seven year coach anniversary, but there are people in there. I'm like, I have no idea who these people are. And sometimes people will start ordering 
it's weird. And we'll be like, I have no idea who this person is. Um, and then we reach out and sometimes it doesn't, you know, there's no connection there. They won't reach back. Um, but I do like the text message a lot. And I do love what you said. Um, the only difference is that I will say something like, hey, so-and-so, um, I wanted to introduce myself. My name is Jen Morris and I am your Optavia health co coach. I know it's been a while since, you know, you've since you've been on program or since you've made any, I don't say anything about orders, but it's been a while um, and we've never connected, but I'd love to chat with you about your health goals um, and um, make sure that you have access to our Facebook group, something like that. Um, the other thing that I will do is I'll do a little CSI work and I will go to Facebook and see if I can find them. Um, sometimes, or if I suspect that I might know who they are, like, oh, and then I might go to someone one the old coaches Facebook and look in their friends list and see if I can find this person. Sometimes it takes work. Okay. It does not tell you in the chat. It does not tell you who they rolled up from. And so if you don't know, if you can't figure it out by city, um, then you may not be able to find them on Facebook through that person. Mm -hmm. You can just search their name, but that's, that will be a question that I will ask. I will just say, Hey, and remind me, who your original health coach was mm -hmm. that I know. And based on what I know of that coach, I can go, oh, they probably weren't supported at all. So if they restart, this is gonna be like brand new baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I do some of the same bold follow-up with previous health assessments. Now, oh yeah, and you can search the client support page. That is a great idea. Um, if they haven't ordered in a long time, though, remember, we have a lot of client support pages now. Um, so, yeah, it, it could be helpful to do that and find them. Um, okay, following up with previous health assessments. Um, I have a whole book. I don't know about you, Daniel. I'm sure you do. My book is about this thick with previous health assessments that were not yet. And as I'm going through that book, and I do it probably, I don't know, once every six months or once every three or four months, um, I go through and occasionally I'll skip one because <laughs> I'm like, mm -mm. I just like, not my people, they'll reach out if they need me. <laughs> so I'll just be honest in that, that I don't always follow up with every single person, but I do probably with 99%. Um, but I might reach out in different ways. There's like the soft follow-up, which would sound like what, Danielle? Which would look like what? Soft follow-up. I was just putting in the chat. I skipped previous clients who had very nasty energy. You don't need to invite yep. that back into your business. These are your previous health assessments or your previous well, either one. clients? Pre previous health assessments who were not yet or previous clients even. Who, okay, you I know, need to say goodbye to my fiance. Hold on. Okay. You do that. Bye, Lindsay. Okay. Um, so a soft follow-up would look like maybe you just going to their Facebook and just doing a little CSI work and seeing what's going on in their lives, maybe leaving one or two comments um, or sending them a text if they're friends of yours, like, hey, I would love to meet up for coffee or, you know, things like that. That would be like a soft follow-up. A hard follow-up would be, hey, the last time we spoke, you had some serious health goals and I would love to catch up on those. Or this is a great time of year to get refocused and uh, to get started. We have a lot, a lot of clients come on around the holidays, believe it or not. So. Um, I would, I might say, I've got a bunch of clients starting this month and, uh, you just, you know, I just came across your name and thought, oh my goodness, it would be great. Or here's something else that's really cool to do is look at that health assessment and pick something out that jumps off that health assessment. Like this is one that I just did the other day. You might say, um, oh, the last time we talked, um, you had a lot of trips and you were looking forward to um, looking and feeling better um, in your retirement. Like pull things, pull the data out that you were really listening um, and 
uh, I know you saw other people's success and I would love, love, love to chat with you about the program again. That's a hard follow-up. That's really being direct. So use your emotional intelligence to tell you, is this, should this be a soft follow-up or a hard follow-up? Right? Here's a, here's a um, question to ask yourself if you're not sure if you should go soft or hard is have you followed up softly about life and in friendship and relationship yet? And if you've done a lot of that, because I know some people are like all about that. They are so relationshipy. They've been doing it for years and they've not done any hard follow-up where they actually use the words program or health goals, or I'd love to help you. So if that's one of you, go into the bold, hard follow-up. And if you are always direct, if the only thing that you ever message someone about is, you know, you ready to get started? or I'd love to help you in your health goals, or gosh, so-and-so, I was just thinking again about how much you wanted to get, get off that blood pressure medication. If you've done the hard, go and do some more soft. I have a Whatever question. Your natural tendency is you just check back and you may want to do the, um, the opposite of that. So, okay. And if you guys have questions, put them in the chat and we'll either pull you off or we'll answer them. Okay, the next, um, yeah, the next um, topic in the choose your own adventure. What does my business need? Maybe your business needs new coaches. Whose business doesn't need new coaches? Would you please put a two in the chat? Okay, that's what I thought. That was a trick question. You were about to get yelled at if you said your business can need more, more coaches. Well, I rarely yell at people, um, except for sometimes my kids. Macy, you definitely need new coaches. We all need new coaches. All right. So um, here are some activities that we can do to sponsor new coaches. One is the hard, it's the hard ball. It is inviting three people to explore coaching in the next 10 days. And that just means literally the people you've been building, doing the work with, intending and fertilizing. We've, we've been doing the work, you guys. If you have been doing the work, there are people who are prime to have this conversation with right now. And I'm going to tell you, as a person who started coaching in November, I think it's the best time of year to coach. And I tell people that all the time, okay? All the time. I say, well, while people are, you know, just gently rolling in right now, you will have your trainings will be done. You will have a few clients under your belt. You'll have business, you know, a little business up and running. And then when come January, you'll be ready. And that's exactly what happened to me. I started coaching November 30th. I think I hit senior coach. I missed my cab by a day. I went back and looked at this one time. Um, and I hit senior coach on December 31st. But then I think I hit ED, I want to say like in February or something like that. So um, that is absolutely, this is a great time of year to start coaching. I missed my cab too by like six weeks. So. <laughs> yeah, we're not sad. We're not sad. Okay. So inviting three people to explore coaching in the next 10 days. There is a post called Awkward Not Awkward. Please go read it. It's in Morse Tribe. It's probably still pinned to the top. Um, again, if you guys have questions, please put them in the chat and we'll try to get to them. Um, okay. Now in the sponsoring new coaches category, there's a softer way to follow up with people and it's more subtle way to bring in coaches and that is to encourage people to do your gratitude shot the gratitude give back shot and guess what if you guys have that 
it's something you can prime and get ready to go right now and post while we're on this call. That way, as you call your clients this week, you can say, go look at mine and it's up. And what do we know? People do what we do. Our habits get duplicated in our business. Okay. Four coach explores a week was Dan Bell's. Yeah, that was Dan Bell suggested four uh, coach explores a week to get to your 36 strategic partners <laughs> for the Tahiti plan. I don't think I've ever done four coach explores in a week, maybe. Um, but I don't think that's maybe necessarily realistic, but I'd love to do four coach explorers for myself in a week. Um, okay, yeah, any shot. If they wanna do pumpkins, they wanna do apples, whatever. Danielle's putting all her commentary in the chat. I'll say it out loud for people. Say it out loud, girl. Say commentary out loud. Encourage them to do any shot. We are trying to make it easy for you guys by providing um, examples and client support groups and kind of creating this, oh, look at what everyone's doing and here's this cute graphic and here's $50 on your account for doing it. But anything that you are encouraging your active clients to do, whether it's a face-to-face, -face, a pumpkin shot, a good old sugar shot, an accountability post, just words on a brightly colored background, be thinking strategically. Any posts like that, especially of your clients that have a good amount of pizzazz on Facebook, right? They're not Aunt Linda with zero friends and family who only posts about cat videos twice a year, but people who are dynamic, especially look at your coach potentials. Those are the ones to really go hot and heavy and bold with about posting something, anything about their journey and then yeah. don't drop the ball on it. Follow yeah. up, tell them how to respond. Make sure they're not saying Optavia. You as the coach can respond to those comments. I'm Jane's coach and I'd be happy to chat with you. And then if you need help, this is where you pull in your mentorship team. Oh, client Jane posted now what? Because she has like 36 people asking and your mentorship team can give you guided advice on how do you pull Jane in for a training health assessment that she doesn't even know is a training health assessment and potentially Jane coaches, or you get a bunch of referrals. Exactly, exactly. Um, another thing that I just thought about is one of the things that a few months ago, I was like, are we really announcing all of our new coaches and our client support pages? So I think it's a really important activity for you guys as FIBCs to go back and look at your new coaches and in your business, say for the last three months and if, and go to your client support page and see if they've been announced as a new coach in the client support page and if they have not would you guys please reach out to their sponsoring coach and don't don't do that for them let the sponsoring coach do it um, but announcing them both in the client support page and also in morris tribe but in the client support page um it's different because it's showing the clients like oh i can coach i've actually had people um who came uh, onto like a meet and greet or a coach explore and said, oh, my friends were asking me to coach and I didn't even know I could coach. It's like, what? We're not doing our job. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Danielle says, I forgot to announce my last two coaches and she would like her globals to reach out to her and, and let her know that she forgot to announce those two. Um, okay. Just go ahead there and is a question. Yeah. Like massive disappointment, Lucas. That would be fine. <laughs> well, I mean, we're not hand slapping anyone. Um so there's a question in the chat, chat about Yes. Do you see this? Kristen and Sean Sutherland? What? You guys, this is not a plan. What? No, I'm not reading that. Boy, she says, boom, coach explore Friday after morning power hour. I love these tangible action steps. Just following up from a CC we had two days ago. What the heck, you guys? Man, we couldn't have crafted that to go better. Jen. Yes, that sounds great. Get it, guys. So they're talking about coach explore 
like setting them up on oh just because of a follow-up they just did just now i did a coach or i did a celebration call saturday on my balcony saturday morning and uh yeah her, I said, have you thought about what's going to happen when people start asking you what you're doing? And she agreed to watch the video. So I just said, hey, I'm circling back. When do you have time to hop on a call? And she said, Friday. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. So incredible. Okay. Um, there's a question that I want to get to. Let's see. Bringing back a client. She's been resistant to get back but I've been loving on her for a while now. She did tell someone uh, down the line that she wants to get back, but has not reached out to me yet. Should I approach her directly and mention that someone she knew told me they had spoken? I wouldn't mention that. I would just keep loving on that person. I wouldn't say someone told me. I would just say I might do a direct follow-up with, you know, hey, how, how let's, I'd love to talk to you about your health goals. Um, when's a good time to chat? Because it's in their mind. Um, and if they mention it to someone in my business, like a coach in my business, I might encourage uh, encourage them to know that they, that they could work with that coach instead of with me. Because sometimes people do prefer to work with other people than me. It's happened many times to me. So um, that's what I would do about that. You, Danielle, what would you do? I would, if you're genuinely in a place of working on your health and a lot of us post Mexico, we're like, Hey, let's get out of 2022, um, in better shape than we are now. So if you're doing a reboot, you could reach out. This was a previous client that was coached by you. And you can just be really open and honest and say, man, I'm getting my button gear with the rest of the year. Don't say, but if you wouldn't say, but Jasmina, I feel like Jasmina is too, like, wonderful to use words like that. Um, but you know, you say it in your Jasmina way, and then you can just invite her to restart with you. I'm thinking about restarting program and, um, you know, really taking this fall and winter and spending intention on my own health. And why don't you join me? We can do it together. Love it. That's a great, that's a great approach. Okay. is great so we're reaching out we're encouraging people to do their gratitude give back shot you could even send them yours and say hey this is what i'm doing it was so much fun and did you know that our coaches are are donating three dollars for every single submission and you're still going to be in the drawing to win fifty dollars I mean, people love spending other people's money for a good cause. Um, okay. If you still have your client calls to do this week, you haven't done them all Monday morning. Um, it would be a great pass through every single client that you talk to, to bring up the gratitude give back shot, right? Just as a reminder, I'm shocked at how many celebration calls I get on and they still are not really clear on what it is and that they can do it. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Oh, really? I could do that. So tell every single client that you talked to this week about it specifically. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Before we move on to the next block of activities, are there any more questions in the chat? Danielle, any more comments? So we've talked about bringing on new frontline clients. We've talked about sponsoring new coaches um, and is there anything else that we want to say about those two things? Nope. I think okay. the goal here is to keep this really simple for you guys. So action number one is going to be new frontline clients doing everything you can to plant. Action two, sponsoring new coaches now so that they can help capture the January to May. Oh, goodness. And be sure and let them, you know, when you do talk to them, let them know about this accelerator for all. And um, I think it's okay. I've been given the green light that we can go ahead and just start calling it the coach accelerator bonus, maybe. 
Um, so with the I, acronym CAB, with the acronym oh, CAB, accelerator bonus. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? It seems confusing. Um, without anything official, <laughs> but I've been given the nod that I don't have to keep it under wraps anymore, but I'm not going to, just going to wink that we really love this accelerator for all. Um, and that you can go ahead and talk to this about new coaches coming in, that they have three months to earn this $750 for if they bring on five clients every month, then that is way better than the $100 we used to get, right? For bringing on five that first month. Um, so, bam, there's your little giant, it's not a breadcrumb. It's like I ripped off a muffin top and threw it at you guys. So, because you know, those muffin tops are the best. They're don't, way better. Don't trigger us. Come on. That's okay. gross. It's a moldy muffin. You don't want it. Yeah. We don't want to eat muffins. That's gross right now. That's exactly um, the opposite of what I want right now. My optimal health plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So bring on frontline clients. We talked about bold follow-up with old clients and bold follow-up and that's including previous like clients okay previous clients that were on ones that you coach one that some of your coaches coached okay then bold follow-up with previous health assessments who were not yet that's why we write them all down guys we write them down we put what their goals are we put what motivates them okay then we talked about sponsoring new coaches going through um, and encouraging their gratitude give back. Um, and by the way, we're gonna put a huge emphasis right now in this category. I don't even know why I didn't say anything before about sponsoring new coaches. Guys, we're gonna really start putting big emphasis on examining our client support and seeing just how we're doing it and making sure that we are not giving crappy client support. Okay, so if you have been in that rut or ever have been, I'm gonna go ahead and raise my hand right here. I've been in this before. Um, I get into a rut where it's like I get busy with everything else and then my client support is like in my head, I'm like, I'm just gonna call everybody early when I know everybody's dropping kids off at school and can't answer the phone and that'll be, that'll count. Mm -mm. Doesn't count guys. Um, it only counts if you actually talk to them. And I'm not saying that you need to call someone five times in a week to try to get in touch with them or make appointments. But guys, come on. I feel like we all know, like you can't, you can kid everybody else in the room, but you can't kid yourself, right? And we have a very systematic, simple approach to client support. So giving excellent client support is really important to bringing on coaches. Um, also, it also means when you call your clients, you're not spending 20 minutes on the phone with each one of them. Because when they say, I don't have time to coach, they're right. They don't have time to do that. But that's not what we, we teach you guys to do. Right? It's called autonomy, supportive coaching. You have the, the questions in the system. Another biggie with providing client support, it, quality client support is that when it comes to referrals, this is the difference between they let their friends sign up online through a random coach. Mm. They set Optavia already anyway, or they let their, their family member go with their neighbor who's, oh, she's so cute. She just started coaching too, and I'm gonna help my neighbor. And instead, these are the clients who are your diehard fans. No, like, no, you don't want program. anyone else. You've got to talk coach. to my coach. She's the yes. best. I couldn't have done this journey without her. Mm -hmm. So it helps you get referrals, which then we're hopefully trying to posture that into coaching potential with that client. But mm -hmm. you want it. Truth bomb right there. Yeah. So don't forget systematic quality client support. Okay. Um, okay, and then the last thing, by the way, I've gotten like 
four texts this morning from recruiters for like cath lab jobs, ICU positions, um, nurse, uh, one was a travel nurse position. <laughs> Why do you keep doing this? Okay. <clears throat> the other for sponsoring new coaches was inviting three people to explore coaching in the next 10 days. All right. The last group of activities that we're going to talk about are it's gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna call it all in one topic. Stabilizing your rank slash building in depth. Who wants to do that? I want to do that. Personally, the way that my business has gone is I build to a rank and all of those people are like my soul sisters. No one struggles. No one ever falls back in rank. They're perfect. They never have to stabilize. It's just okay. like masterful from the beginning. Well, then right? teach us your ways. Everyone else? Oh, heck no. You need duplicability. You need some backup in there. You hit the rank mm -hmm. and you spend the next three to six months trying to stabilize it. That's right. And, you know, let's be honest, I talked to some people in Mexico who did that and now they're like, I feel like I'm just starting over, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of leaders who had to prune some, prune some branches off that tree view and kind of start over in different legs of business um, and adding new people. Um, and there is no shame in that game because we all start really not knowing what we're doing. And then we figure out who we really want to partner with. And we're like, oh, okay. So we've got it. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about stabilizing their rank or your rank and growing and building and building in depth. So Danielle, I'll let you take this one. So take whatever rank you are at or, or are trying to stabilize. So let's just talk about FIBC. That's a pretty simple one. So you have your five senior coach legs. And what we're looking at is how do we stabilize with width? So bringing on a spare, you could bring on six senior coaches, then you have wiggle room. One of these two could drop and you still hit FIBC. You can also stabilize with another layer. Oh, it's hard. I need another hand. Oh no, that lines up. Another layer of your five senior coaches. If you have a senior coach with a senior coach underneath, a senior coach with a senior coach underneath, a senior coach with an associate director underneath, a senior coach with a almost senior coach underneath, you basically want as much as possible to bring, if, if you can, coaches up underneath your senior coaches. But sometimes you don't. It happens that you have this coach and there's just no one in their client load that's ever going to coach. That's why you need a spare. I so. like for what you just said for FIBC, I love going to um, engage your team and then the close to rank report. Is that right? Is that where it is? It's under engage. It's your, it's your close to rank report and you can um, do frontline or organization and you can look at close to senior coach, close to ED, close to FIBC. For, so for this purpose here, I would look at who in your frontline is close to senior coach and who in depth is your in your business is close to senior coach if you're just purely looking at legs of senior coaches for the purpose of fibc that is a really amazing report to look at and the thing to be careful with is you got a coach who shows up in connect with three clients and they've been at three clients for seven months, and you've had awakening call after awakening call after invite to boot camp after coffee date, and they're just not going anywhere. And these are the people that, even though they show up with three clients and just two more would get them to senior coach, these are the people that are a red herring for your energy. You need to go find, go find a sixth, go find a seventh, go get yourself mm -hmm. 10 senior coaches to work with because some of those people are really going to want to do something with this. Mm -hmm. Then you'll be a rock solid FIBC. Yeah. And you'll probably have an ED or two or three by that time as well. So same thing with your like IND business. So you got your five senior coaches and then these three in the middle are your EDs, right? So what you really want is um, either an extra, so a fourth ED, or you want 
Aha, look at that. Another layer. ED under ED. ED <laughs> under ED. ED under ED. I'm getting handsy today. You're Same getting off. handsy. I think uh, we should have a flashlight and let you do like shadow puppets. Uh-huh. Shadow puppets. And the string thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No PowerPoint. Um, so trying to bring up an ED underneath your ED to give you stability in your IND structure. That's so right. how do you do that? And, and senior coaches really help with that because your EDs can be blended. So, um, so definitely, did I stop you from saying what you were going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to tell them what to do now that we've told them why. Okay. So intentional work with coaches who have been coaching less than three months was one of our bullet points. Um, so the people, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, the people who have been coaching for less than six months in your business, did you know that they're the most productive out of all of your coaches? It kind of feels different from my vantage point because I, I work pretty closely with all the globals. And to me, it feels like it's all the globals, but honestly, it's the other, you know, 3000 coaches in our business or 3,500 coaches in our business that are the most productive. Did you guys know that? So, um, these people who are, we put on the, the bullet point, the people who have been coaching less than three months, um, stop spending time with your BFFs in Mexico <laughs> and go work with the people who are excited, who need you is basically what I'm trying to say. Especially back to our like IND structure here. So if you've got some coaches under here and they're new, but these people may not know what to do with them. Like go look in your depth, go pull out all of your tree view, or mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a fancy report that someone who's better at reports can walk us through and find those newest coaches and make sure that you are having, if you've not introduced yourself to them, introduce yourself, right? This is tap rooting at its finest. You can just start a conversation. It doesn't even need to be in the business thread. Just check in, open that door of communication because those first two to three months of a new coach's journey is the most important. It's like yes. what you do with your puppy so that you don't have an a-hole dog. So you can't go back and recreate that. So mm -hmm. precious true. time, spend it it's well. True. And there is, there is a report that you can run. You can go in and you do define your own report and you put in the dates of, um, you put in the historical, I'd have to like do it, but you can play with it and figure it out. If anyone knows that off the top of their head, you put in the historical dates of the months you want to look at. And I think you can put on, put in um, dates. Actually, no, I think you would put in not historical date. I think you would just put an activation date. So activation in those reports always apply to um, when they activate it as a coach. Um, and then there's another date. It's called... Um, there's another date, but what the ones you're the one you're looking for is activated and you can put a range in there. The you know, you could do two months or three months, but look at all those people and see if you are their FIBC like gosh did I spend that I, I think two months two months is good because that's a really I mean we're talking about what you would do between now and Thanksgiving enrollment date, thank you is when they join as a client, but you're looking at activation their coach activation date. Um, and I think like if they're in their first, really it's their first like two to three weeks is really when the highest priority is, but definitely I would, I would say the last two months, and then you can go in and introduce yourself and, you know, cheer them on and then ask their coach if their coach is a, a competent ED or someone who's building their third or fourth senior coach like a business, I would just maybe ask, Hey, how's it going with so-and-so, but if they're not, and it's someone that you drop the ball on and you're like, oh man, I was in Mexico or I was busy doing Halloween with my kids and then all the things in the you know neighborhood. Uh, maybe you just have to 
eat the frog and reach out and say, Hey, I'd love to talk to you about your, you know, about coach, about your coaching business and who you're helping. And it might be your responsibility to check in, to see if they're coaching their clients. Well, if they know about celebration calls, you know, how many health assessments have they done? Things like that. Okay. Yes. And girlfriend, I love that, Ashley. I put new coaches as they pop into my daily activities on my whiteboard in their own little section. New coaches that I'm the FIBC for, they get written, okay? They're on my whiteboard. Um, and they get put on the front of my map too if I have enough room. So you always want to double check because you may have an ED that you're like, no, they're competent. They're training that new coach and then their life gets all lifey and mm -hmm. they, they could have genuinely forgot you know, that, oh, shoot, Betsy has only had two out of four training health assessments and, and mm -hmm. forgot to launch or whatever. Listen, if it's their fourth or fifth ED leg of business, or sorry, senior coach leg of business, you don't need to do the work for them. Sometimes it's just reaching out to that ED and saying, hey, how's it going with Betsy's training? Where are you? Um, do, are you feeling like you need any support? Do you have this? Um, do you have your next thing on the schedule and then go to Betsy's business thread and look and see, um, you know, what's there. And if someone else is responsible for their training, then I think I'm frozen. No, no, you're not frozen. Maybe we're frozen for you, but she's coming in crystal clear for me. Oh, I'm not. You guys are frozen. Mm, you're fine. Okay. Well, anyway, why are you guys still frozen? Can you hear me, Danielle? Yeah, loud and clear. Okay. Okay. All right. Tell, tell okay. Tom to stop playing farm friends on the Wi-Fi. Okay. Babe, stop playing farm friends on the Wi-Fi. Now's not the time, Tom. We're planting. <laughs> we're, we're planting our harvest here next year's harvest. Okay. <clears throat> so intentional work with coaches who've been coaching less than three months, frontline or two months, frontline and in-depth. Okay. Secondly, intentional work in depth, finding shiny clients. So Danielle, let, tell them what you mean when you, we talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So specifically, if you've got these coaches, let's take our, um, let's just take our FIBC structure. And let's say that these four are senior coaches and this one's kind of like shaky and maybe this one's an associate director. Um, what we want to look for is who are the next coaches that they don't know that they don't know that are there, right? So if you don't have coaches in depth in all of your legs, yeah, you want to find a backup hand. So if, and this is your business, right? You're on the business coach power hour. Sorry if you signed in and expected us to just like feel good and have fun working. But if you're running this like a business, we're not leaving anything to chance and you're not putting your business in the hand of amateurs. One of my favorite J Mo lines. So I'm going to take it upon myself to look at this if I'm, doing this activity, which is kind of digging for gold, tap rooting. Let me take this manager business and let me look at all of their clients. My goal is to try to find a coach quality in one of these clients. Go check them out in the client support page. Go visit all of their different Facebooks. Who's shiny? Who's attractional? You can ask this coach, hey, tell me who's your favorite client right now. Or if you can see that they have seven clients, you know, how's How's John doing? We spend that time with new coaches, right? Where you ask how coaches, coaching's going and you can know when they're new because they're like, well, Jane is this and John is this and Jasmina is this. And they tell you all their stories because they know each one. So, I mean, we know each one, but we're not going to talk about all 35 with our mentor. So um, go find, go find a quality client here. See if there's anyone there that might be good coach potential. This person, you know maybe how else I do this sometimes. If the coach is really good in starting celebration calls, I'll go to Messenger and search the coach's name and see all the threads. Um, see who like who all has had celebration calls, who didn't. 
Um, and then in the ones that did, I'll try to, you know, trigger my own memory, like, oh yeah, this one was really amazing. Um, or just ask, you know, I can ask that coach like, oh, you know, how was Susie and John and whatever you said, Jerry and Jane. Jasmina was number three. It was Jasmina, you know, <laughs> second Jasmina that's going to come from all of our businesses. We all want a Jasmina. Um, yes, so <laughs> go find, go find a shiny client in each of your legs of where you're trying to stabilize. So strategically, if you've got an IND business and these three legs are super, super strong, but you're looking to stabilize, you know, the manager over here and the on and off again, senior coach here, this is where you really want to focus is who are the clients here that could potentially be a coach that would be a stronger, you know, business partner for you right now than this on and off again, senior coach. Yes. And that happens quickly because if they're an on and off again, senior coach, there's only like four people, three, four people to look at, or two people to look at. Same with this manager. Yes. So you're not looking through 35 clients. You're just saying in my weaker legs of business, is there mm -hmm. a shiny client that I can sponsor as a coach? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And just kind of going back to the coaches again, if you guys do have this business thing, and we're just going to go with Danielle's hand here. Um, and these two legs are kind of shaky. And let's say this is this is where people get lost. Let's say you got a manager who's got like a manager who has a couple of coaches here who didn't hit senior, who's got another one and another one. Like those, that leg of business where there's no senior coaches or no EDs, you guys, that is a pot of gold right there that you don't want to miss out and skip out on because it gets like kind of messy and hazy in those in those legs of business where you're like there's you know maybe there's one with three there's a couple you know and then the the primary frontline one is like a manager please do not leave that manager in charge of that business that's what i mean when i say do not leave the future of your business in the hands of an amateur i mean you can have don't confuse potential with productivity okay someone has potential for being amazing you know at senior coach and manager but they are not expert at what you do so please do not leave their all these coaches in their business polka dotting your tree out there in the hands of that person you're the expert okay you're the one who needs to be checking in and being in ensuring that we you're t teaching to those baby coaches out there um, that it, that they're catching it, not that manager. That manager doesn't understand what our process is. So, all right. Brief Let's top the brief, hour. Brief story. Can I share? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I did exactly this, the trying to find a shiny new client in a very disengaged, so disengaged that she doesn't even like coach Optavia. She just cashes the paycheck of the seven mm -hmm. to nine people who are residually ordering under her. One of those, except um, there's a couple of people in there still going and still on their health journey and not being coached at all. So I looked through all of them and I thought, who, you know, could we potentially do something with? And there was one that just spoke to me, heartless, right? So I reached out, saw how she was doing with her own personal health. So this is a disengaged coach's client that's not getting coached by her coach who shows up as a you know manager on my front line and there's nothing happening there and just reached out to her and we just chatted as friends, ended up kind of doing almost like a informal health assessment on why she was restarting and trying to restart again. And I said, I have this, new client myself that's starting. Um, today's her day one. Why don't I just call you right after I call her every day for the next four days until you get into Fatburn? Not my client. I'm not getting paid for her FQV, but if I can sponsor that client to become a coach under this disengaged coach and she does something with it, fantastic. So now we're three months into this. She has referred three clients to me and we've talked about coaching a lot and we're talking about it more seriously. So all from just doing the right thing. Imagine that just finding the shiny clients under a disengaged coach. Love it. Well, on that amazing story, uh, you guys have an incredible week, please. I know it's hard 
to just push through and keep working, but we have 10 days till Thanksgiving. So let's, and really Wednesday is not, not really anything. So we really have like eight or nine days. So let's uh, work hard. Uh, I rarely say that to you guys because it's kind of a peeve to me, but let's intentionally work really hard in the next like seven to eight days. And, um, and then you guys are going to have an incredible week weekend next week with your families. So, all right. Love you guys all. We'll see you next Monday on business coach power hour. See ya. Thanks, Danielle. Yeah.